Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Joining us on the WBEN Trocare College Live Line is John Cohen, former counterterrorism coordinator at the Department of Homeland Security in Washington. Uh, John, we're looking at what's happening in Congress, which really appears to be on two different tracks with the House and the Senate. Uh, first, when it comes to foreign aid for Ukraine, Israel and Taiwan, it has passed the Senate, but it looks like it's facing a very uncertain fate in the House. Yeah, hi, Susan. That's correct. Um, that the Senate, through a pretty convincing um, number of senators, 70, uh, voted to pass uh, critical uh, aid or aid that's critical to our national security uh, for uh, operations in Ukraine, uh, Israel, and uh, Taiwan, and some other issues as well. So, but you're right. It, it appears that uh, this bill is in for a rocky road. I, I have to say, I, I really can't uh, get my arms totally around what the strategy here is from the House leadership perspective, because, as you know, um, last week, I think that the efforts to pass the bipartisan um, border bill, which the House had previously said was a prerequisite for their approving or taking up this aid, uh, were scuttled, um, even though the bill had been crafted uh, primarily by Senator Langford, a conservative uh, senator from Oklahoma. Um, but now they're saying, because there's no border uh, funding for border security, that they're not going to take up this bill. So it's kind of confusing exactly what their position is. Yeah, well, everything about it is confusing. And on top of what you just said, John, there is this like back and forth, and we're kind of hearing, depending on who you hear it from, right, two different things. One is why won't they pass the border bill? We're worried about border security. The other is, well, the things in this border bill, the president could just do via executive order and it'd be done like that if he really wanted to fix things. Which is true? Which isn't? I, I mean, it's like two conflicting ideas. What actually could the president do on his own? So that is an excellent question. So there's two parts of this border bill that two elements of this border bill that were critical. One, um, you know, the Customs and Border Protection, you know, and Border Patrol have resources provided to them on an annual basis through their appropriations that allows them to handle about 3,500 encounters at the southern border every day. Uh, currently, we're experiencing anywhere between four and 12,000 encounters every day. So what's needed is our additional resources so that the men and women of the Border Patrol can handle those large numbers, meaning they're screening and vetting and preventing criminals and terrorists from getting into the country. 
country. They're able to um, medically assess the condition of people coming into the border. They're able to remove those who uh, are not legitimate candidates for um, entry into the United States. They're able to temporarily house and relocate those whose claims are being adjudicated. They, so this bill would have given them those resources, which is one of the reasons why the Border Patrol Union, which is very conservative, supported it. But to your other point, um, we learned in the Trump administration that the current language of the Immigration and Naturalization Act and the current language of the international conventions that the U.S. signed up to regarding asylum and immigration precluded the use of some of these techniques, such as third country, relocating people to a third country. So this law was necessary to address those issues. So the statement that he could do it through an executive order, he can't provide the funding through an executive order, and he can't do some of the things that we want to do in handling these large numbers of asylum claims through executive order. It requires legislation. But on the question of could Biden put a limit on the number of encounters at the southern border, could he do that? No, because under federal law, currently, any person, whether they're in the country, whether they present in between a port of entry or they present at a port of entry who seeks or makes a claim of asylum, has to have their claim adjudicated. So that person has to, regardless of where the encounter occurs, has to be screened, has to be interviewed, has to have their claim documented, and then their claim adjudicated. And because of reductions in funding uh, that occurred during the prior administration, we simp- there's a six to nine month, even one year backlog in the immigration courts of hearing these claims. So you have more people coming in, more people legitimately making a claim for asylum. They have to be processed. They have to, under law, be adjudicated. And they have to be housed while that's taking place. Well, that sounds like an unsolvable problem, <laughs> almost, doesn't it? No, actually, I, look, I come from the operational world. It's a complicated problem, but it's definitely solvable. And the way you solve it is by framing the understanding the problem, understanding the levels that you need to be able to address, and then putting resources in place to do it. So it means more money for additional Border Patrol officers, more money for the technologies that are needed across the border to do the screening and vetting of these people. You need buses. You need temporary housing. You need to provide funding to local communities and nonprofit organizations who will provide support to these folks. And you need immigration judges who can hear these claims quickly. It's, it's a matter of resources, and that's what this bill would have done. So, you know, I, I appreciate the performance art of impeaching the Secretary of Homeland Security, even though those congressmen knew that there's no hopes of him being convicted in the Senate. But what they really should be doing is working to ensure that the men and women of the Border Patrol have the resources they need to deal with these large numbers that are presenting at the border. But in the meantime, there's really a roadblock, right? I mean, no indication that they're going to cave for this. Nope. Right now, that's where we're at in Washington. And, you know, you may hear a little frustration in my voice. I'm not my usual happy self when I'm talking to you all. But this is, from the perspective of law enforcement and national security, really a problem. Because with all these people who are presenting at the border and with the insufficient resources that are available to handle those people, you increase the likelihood that illegal drugs, that um, criminals, and even people with connections with terrorist organizations or even foreign intelligence agencies, uh, agents 
there's a higher likelihood that they will be able to use this, the, the, the conditions at the border to their advantage and smuggle either illegal drugs or bad people uh, into the United States. John, appreciate the update and time as always. Thanks for that. John Cohen is a former counterterrorism coordinator at the Department of Homeland Security, consultant with ABC News, joining us live. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. 